Hi, this is Amy Beheimer, and you're listening to the Habit Hub for Autoimmune Health. Habit 29, Just Breathe with Kylie Pinwall. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to invite you to come check out Club Habit Hub. If you want 2024 to be the year that you shift from I have an autoimmune disease to I am creating autoimmune health, this is the place to do it. Let me help you, guide you, support you, coach you, and cheer you along inside Club Habit Hub. Head to the link in the show notes to join me inside. Enjoy. Welcome to the Habit Hub for Autoimmune Health, a podcast to help you shift from managing autoimmune disease to creating autoimmune health using the power of everyday habits. I'm your host, Amy Beheimer, a coach and doctor of pharmacy on a mission to create health and happiness with multiple sclerosis. Here we focus on everyday lifestyle habits proven to help the mind and body heal from the cell up without sacrificing the true joys of life along the way. To create autoimmune health in the mind and body, you have to be great at one thing, the skill of mastering habits. That's why each episode includes everything you need to do just that. Evidence-based information and real-life inspiration from the experience of my guests, my clients, and yours truly. All habit heroes brave enough to turn a desire for health into daily decisions to create it. Let's have some fun. This is Amy Beheimer, and I am here with Kylie. She is a clinical nutritionist, speaker, and host of the Hormone Hub podcast with over 25 years experience in the health and fitness industry. She's the creator of the Hormone Code, a holistic approach that supports women in their 40s and 50s to balance their changing hormones, reset their metabolisms, and reduce stress and anxiety so they can feel vibrant, happy, and confident through this perimenopause and menopause transition. Welcome, Kylie. Thank you so much. We're so lucky to have you here. Uh, Thank you, Amy, for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Yes. And if you are not a woman going through perimenopause or feel like this may not apply, I encourage you to stick around because like with all habits, these things are good for all humans. Am I right? Absolutely. And I think perimenopause is just another layer on top of what we're already going through. And, you know, one of the reasons I talk a lot about perimenopause is we're never taught about it. You know, it's this vague thing and it can actually start, our hormones can start to shift and change in our mid thirties. Um, and some women go through menopause really early and they're just dismissed as, oh, you're too young. But in actual fact, you know, there's a lot going on with our hormones well before, like up to 10 years before we actually hit menopause. So you know, and I think it's good for women to know that, you know, you're not going crazy ladies. (laughs) Well, that's a great point. And now that you say that, I noticed that I've had at least a handful of friends, you know, and I'm 40 next year that they are told they're in early menopause. Has there been any sort of shift in how they define that these days? Is that moving at all? Well, the focus used to be just on menopause and, you know, menopause was associated with hot flushes and, you know, weight gain and and cranky bad moods. Mm-hmm. It's really starting to to crack open that actually these hormonal shifts start well before. So it's a bit like, you know, if you think of reverse puberty, like we don't just wake up one day and we're in puberty with our period, you know, like it happens over a period of time, like and it's small changes um, driven by our hormones that lead to, you know, us being fertile, I guess. 
So it's it's kind of like that in reverse. So it can happen. Um, some women really notice it um, and they can really feel the shifts. Other women, it's really quite subtle. Um, but, you know, it really starts to show up, I think, first up in, you know, low energy. It shows up in, you know, weight gain for a lot of women, shows up in like mood changes, sleep disruptions. So they're sort of like the early signs that things are shifting. And it doesn't mean you're you've got one foot in menopause camp. Yeah. <laughs> but it just yeah. means that things are shifting. And they've sort of recently, you know, and good GPs are onto it. Whereas, you know, our older, old school GPs are like, oh no, you're too young. And they'll actually dismiss these symptoms for a lot of women, but they they can impact us on a physical, you know, mental and emotional level, 100%. So mm. yeah, it's, it's like PMS on steroids. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if you didn't, if you didn't pick up that Kylie is joining us from Australia and a GP would be our physician or our primary care doctor. But those early signs, I mean, that has a lot of overlap and a lot of similarities with the experience that people often have with getting diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. Absolutely. There's a lot of crossover and, you know, and I see this all the time, you know, and even sort of in that pre-diagnosis of, you know, conditions like Hashimoto's, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll I'll sort of talk to a woman and it, it could be hormone driven, it could be autoimmune, you know, there's, there's lots of crossovers, could be chronic fatigue, could be fibromyalgia, it could be one of like many things. And this is where I think having this holistic approach um, works really well, whereby you're supporting your nervous system, you're supporting your digestive system, you're supporting, um, you know, your body at those base levels, I think is so important. So regardless of what's going on, and, you know, whether it's a, a diagnosis or a waiting for a diagnosis or perimenopause or whatever it is, I think, you know, unless we're supporting our body at those base levels, you know, really that's the biggest thing that we can do for ourselves and our own health. Yeah. And and besides being, um, you know, this is the habit hub, you have the hormone hub. I say we're hub sisters. Yeah. Um, you know, our audiences, there's just so much overlap so everyone listening. Oh, so absolutely. love that. Well, here on the habit hub, the way we like to work things is a what, a why, and a how of a simple habit that can help us create health yeah. in our minds and bodies. And so I'm going to cue it up to you and ask you what our habit is today that everyone gets to learn from. Okay, so we are going to talk today about, and you know, none of this is rocket science, but we just don't do it, you know. So how can we make these simple things? How can we bring it into our daily lives? So the habit I'm going to talk about today is breathing. Love that. So (laughs) we all breathe, okay, because, you know, there'd be problems if we weren't breathing. But, you know, what, how deeply are we breathing? Are we just breathing in and out through our mouth? So we're just getting that survival oxygen into our bodies or are we taking those deep breaths? And it can really have a big impact on, you know, your nervous system response Your and your nervous system response and your stress response controls everything. And I'm a a big believer, even as a nutritionist, I'm a big believer in, you know, we, you could have the world's most perfect diet, but if you are stressed to the eyeballs, it's not going to make any difference because it's going to impact your digestion. It's going to impact your sleep, anxiety, everything, you know, your ability to, to lose weight and maintain a healthy weight. It's going to have a knock on effect to all of those things. 
Yeah, you are so right. And, and we've slipped into the why, why breathing is so important. And so I love that. And I love that you actually um, have a analogy you shared with me. Um, and I'd love if you could share with the audience your analogy for, you know, one of these whys, why breathing brings us back to our body. What's going on when we're not doing these simple practices? Yeah, absolutely. So this is this is one of my favorite things. And this is often I see the penny drop for a lot of people. <laughs> so imagine we live in a beautiful cave. Okay, so we've got this gorgeous cave. It's got a fully stocked fridge, you know, full of delicious, fresh, nutritious food. We've got a really comfy bed. You know, we're really cozy and we feel really safe in our in our bed. Then what happens is, you know, we're living our life. Life is safe. Life is good. Then all of a sudden along comes a bear and the bear wants our cave. You know, why wouldn't he really? <laughs> but we've the bear made, wants it, made it perfect, yes. It's it's a perfect cave. So the bear wants our cave. So we need to get out. We So, you know, we pick up and we run. And it's that stress response, that nervous system response that gets us up and gets us running. So just like if we were driving in the car and, you know, someone pulls out in front of us, we slam on the brakes to stop us from having an accident. So that's our, our stress response kicking in. So it's the same thing. The bear's there, our stress response kicks in and we run from that bear because, you know, we don't want to be dinner for the bear. <laughs> so we're running. And then as we're running, oh, oh, we really need to, you know, go to the toilet, but, you know, we can't poop because there's a bear, you know, so we don't have time to stop and poop. So our digestive system jams shut. So, you know, then we end up with constipation because, you know, we don't have time to stop or our digestive system lets go um, and we end up with diarrhea. So I'm sure we've all experienced those kind of like butterfly moments and it's like, oh, which way is this going to go? Yes, <laughs> um, yes. When we're under stress. So, yeah, so we it impacts our digestive system immediately. Then as we're running, we, you know, spot that gorgeous hunky caveman that's lurking <laughs> around the tree and it's sort of like, oh, oh, or cave woman, depending on, you know, your preference. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're running and there's that gorgeous caveman. We're like, oh, and we're like, nope, cannot stop for a quick shag behind the tree with the caveman because the bear. So it's not safe for us to bring a baby into this world because of the bear. So our it impacts our fertility. Um, it impacts our libido because, you know, no one's feeling horny while we've got the bear running around. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, has a massive impact on our libido, our fertility, our sex hormones. So then, you know, we find a new cave and, you know, we're okay in that cave. So we lie down, we go to sleep. We can't actually sleep very well because, you know, we don't know if this bear is going to show up. So we sort of sleep with one eye open. And as we're sort of sleeping with one eye open, you know, we're not getting that beautiful, deep, restorative sleep that we need. So, you know, that whole rest and digest process isn't happening. So we're not sleeping. So when we wake up the next morning, we're tired, we're cranky, we're on edge and anxiety starts to kick in because we don't know where that bear is. So, you know, we're just then in this permanent state of anxiety. Then, you know, because we've also left our beautifully stocked fridge, our body doesn't know where the next meal is coming from. So it goes, you know what? I'm just going to hold on to what you ate for dinner last night and I'm just going to pack it around your, your midsection. We're going to need that. We're going to need that later. We're going to need that later. So we're just going to hang on to that. So this is where, you know, particularly I see it in women all the time, fasting actually backfires because if you are 
already stressed and your body doesn't know where food is coming from, you know, and our cortisol levels, you know, classic fasting is skip breakfast and you know our body doesn't know where food's coming from it you know that's when our cortisol levels are naturally higher um, during the day so you know all of that food that we ate you know that's why we can't lose weight yeah yeah so you can sort of see that that knock-on impact of you know stress on you know every system of our body so our immune system goes down you know we're picking up the colds the flus you know all the viruses that are going going around so you can sort of see that that impact and stress is really sneaky like it happens without us even realizing it so when we start to feel fatigued when we start to feel you know anxious we've got insomnia we're putting on weight um you know we're picking up you know bugs left right and center you know this is all we can link it back to stress um and the impacts of stress and do you find do you feel that it's just so normalized now that people that's another sneaky thing yeah, definitely. And I think we've we've kind of in a way we've done it to ourselves and you know we as and you know I'm speaking to the the men in the audience as well but you know my audience is predominantly women and I see it in women all the time. We're very capable. So we can push forward and we can we feel exhausted. We are absolutely wrecked, but we you know we need to push through and get all the things done because at the end of the day no one else is doing it right (laughs) so we we push through and we do it and we do more and we do more and we get the things done we tick off our boxes and then we fall in a heap at the end and you know this is where you know sort of like all of these autoimmune flares pop up and you know and things start to go haywire in our body and I think it's really important that you know your body doesn't lie so we need to be listening to the, you know, the little whispers that our body gives us, you know, before they start to become screams. Screams. Oh, you, yeah, you painted that analogy is so clear in the why stress is such a big deal. And a lot of times what I find is this bucket of, well, we need to be stressed. We need to de-stress. Let's stress less. Easier said than done. And the truth is, you know, these tiny habits, like we're going to talk about with breathing are the the daily actions that add up to that outcome of less stress and so it really can be as simple as that you know starting somewhere yeah definitely and you know we can't control the amount of stress going on around us so we can't control other people you know, and their stuff. We can't control, you know, life is busy if we've been diagnosed with something, if a family member has been diagnosed with with something. You know, we can't control that, but what we can control is how we respond to that. So we can sort of ground ourselves, you know, just with really simple sort of tools, you know, ground ourselves so, you know, it's almost like an anchor, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's that daily anchor that we need. And, you know, this comes through that the habits we do. And, you know, I call them sort of non-negotiables. Yeah. These are just the things I do every day, like brushing my teeth without thinking about it. You know, and I think it's so important that we can bring breathing into that as well. Absolutely. Well, we're up to the how. So how about, are you willing to walk us through maybe one of your go-to breaths that can really help when we're in one of those moments of stress? Yeah, absolutely. And even to do this before a meal or before, you know, to 
you, you don't need to wait until you feel stressed. Um, so I always, and I really notice it when I sit on a, on these Zoom calls, how high are my shoulders in relation to my ears? So everyone can kind of like feel like, are you sort of like scrunched up like a little ball of paper or do you need to, to let those shoulders down? And I'm doing, I'm doing a couple big shoulder rolls as we talk. This is where we pause and get yourself in a safe space if you're moving and, and you're going to breathe along with us. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, yeah, if you can sort of sit ideally with your feet on the ground, even better if you can put your feet on the earth. So on the grass, you know, if you're at the beach, on the sand, you know, wherever you might be, um, not if you're driving. But yeah, if you close your eyes, Okay, just sort of wiggle your neck, wiggle your shoulders around, loosen up. Okay, now we're going to take a really deep breath in for three. So breathe in and hold it and breathe out. Breathe in for four. Hold. Breathe out. Five. Hold. And out. So how does that feel? The word that comes to mind is quieting. Yeah. In less than 60 seconds, we've quieted our body. And I find a bit, this and is, a little bit of our mind, a little bit of my mind. Yeah, at the same yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, you know, and I find particularly with my my super busy women who have got like a million things on a go on the go, when I ask them to meditate, they kind of go, Yep, meditated. And it's like, well, did you really? Yeah, <laughs> checked it off. Yeah, we tend to sit there and while you're meditating, you're thinking about, oh, I really should pick up this from the store. I really need to, you know, do this. You know, is the laundry dry? Um, you know, oh, that thing that happened at work, I've got to get that report done. So while, so meditation and, you know, and I can say this from experience because I'm also, I have a very busy brain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and I think that comes from where we're at, at in life as well. So when you've got, you may or may not have kids um, and even adult kids still need us, you know, so we still worry about them. We, you know, have may or may not have a partner, which, you know, either way can both be stressful. We, you know, might have jobs that, you know, are demanding. So there's a lot and our parents are getting older. So their needs are changing and our relationship with them is changing. So there's so many, there's so much going on at, you know, this stage of life. So you know, to calm that nervous system and calm that brain is is huge. Um, and, you know, it can be as simple as a, you know, less than 60 second reset. And you can take that box breathing, you know, we count it to three, count it to four, count it to five, but, you know, you can keep doing it. So you can take yourself all the way up to 10. And I often encourage my women to keep going until you hit that, oh, now I feel relaxed. You know, and it's just that 60 second reset, you know, and it's a good thing to do, you know, before you eat because it relaxes your digestive system. So your digestive system, rather than we're just shoveling the next meal in, you know, ready to absorb those nutrients. 
Yeah, absolutely. So that's relaxed um, to do it in bed. So if you, you know, someone who wakes up in the night and, you know, your brain's going a million miles an hour or you have trouble falling asleep at night, you know, to do that box breathing, lying in bed, to do it, you know, knowing that you're, I used to do it uh, before I picked my kids up from daycare. You know, I would sit in the car. So it was for me, it was that mental switch in between work and mum life. You know, it was sort of like, oh, I've just had a really full on day at school and now I'm going to pick up three really full on children. <laughs> and it was just that, that breathing just kind of like calmed me down so I could then switch into the next gear. So it's it's such a simple thing. And you know, you can do it anywhere. I love it. And, you know, a lot of times when we're working on making habits, our brain will love to offer what I call thought errors or loopholes to try to get you out of the habit you want to do. And so with this one, you may get that little voice that says, I don't, I don't have time. And like you just said, this is less than 60 seconds. And so kind of talk back to that voice and say, yes, you do. That's what I try. Yes, you do have time, you know, and, and really look at, is that a true thought or not? Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing. We all have 60 seconds to pick up and scroll through social media. Absolutely. So we have 60 seconds to breathe. Absolutely. You can feel it instantly. And then each time you sort of do this, you think of it as a reset for your stress response, a reset for your nervous system. So the long-term benefits of this are huge, enormous. And, you know, like you said, you become more mindful, you become, you know, it's easier to to center yourself and ground yourself faster than, you know, oh, I need to meditate for, for 20 minutes, I need to do yoga for 90 minutes, I need to walk and exercise. And, you know, so we, we throw all these things that we should do. Yeah. Um, but if the more simple we keep it, the easier it is to create and keep going with that habit. Yeah. And the to-do list can become a stressor in itself. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I love how you mentioned trying to do it when you're not in that state of state of stress. And sometimes that's tougher because, you know, we're not often thinking of it, but it is good, a good aim. But another, you know, just thing to, to think about is I call it a trigger habit. So what is something that may before be something that you viewed as not so great. So a stressful moment that you're used to turn that stressful moment into an exciting opportunity to practice, to practice this less than 60 second breathing. Yeah. And really notice, you know, cause you can feel the physical change. Mm-hmm. So you can feel your shoulders drop. You can feel that, that scrunched up ball of paper relax a bit. So, you know, and I think when you really pay attention to your body and connect with your body, you can feel that that release. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, yeah, just so simple and yeah, but so effective. I love, I love that. Thank you so much. I think, I think we have our do of the day. If, if you were able to breathe with us, I think you're done. I think that you can call it, call it done. But if you haven't, maybe your do of the day, if you're listening, could be to pause, come back and really just sit for that less than 60 seconds and let Kylie guide you. Cause um, I just experienced it and it it really was a quieting and of course has me wanting and curious to to see when the next chance I could do it. Yeah. And of just doing it before you eat and see, you know, how how that impacts your digestion. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I think that Kylie has a 
a gift for you. So I'm, I'm going to let you tell our listeners what it is, and I'll be sure to put it in the show notes as, as well as where you can find Kylie. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks, Amy. I have a hormone healthy foods guide for you. So these are some of my favorite just foods that I've put together, you know, and I've sort of explained, you know, how foods can help really support, you know, all of your hormones, including that that stress response um, and some of my favorite recipes as well. So really super simple, but, you know, and I think if we sort of link it back to food, um, you know, eating the wrong foods, you know, can certainly be a source of stress as well. So by by supporting our body with, you know, good whole foods, you know, it can make a, a huge difference to, you know, the way we show up, our stress response, our infl- inflammation response, um, and really support support our body a lot. I love that. I think we've touched on every single spoke in the Habit Hub with yeah. that. And it's just kind of proof that they all feed each other and lift each other up. And so, you know, working on this 60 seconds of breath actually is also helping with food is medicine. I mean, in all the different areas. So what a great reminder. And thank you so much, Kylie. I can't thank you enough for being here and sharing with us. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me, Amy. And uh, thank you everybody for listening as well. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out Club Habit Hub. It's my monthly membership and your new home for making health a habit. You'll get coaching curriculum and community curated just for you. Visit www.amybeheimercoaching.com forward slash join for all the details and to get started today. I'll see you inside. And one last thing, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode where I might just cover the habit your body has been waiting for. If you're feeling extra generous, please leave a rating and a review. It is the best way to help other warriors find us here. Special thanks to my editor, Sarah. The Habit Hub is a production of Amy Beheimer Coaching, LLC. Talk soon.